A colon can completely change the meaning of a sentence. For example, Jane ate her friend's sandwich. Right? Jane ate her friend's colon. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not the same. It's crazy. It's just wild, right? Like grammar. Oh, man. Grammar humor. Grammar is great. Yeah, it's great. Oh, wait. I have one more just because I like this one, too, and I, I don't want to forget about it. Um, my new girlfriend told me I'm terrible in bed. In bed. I told her it's unfair to make a judgment in less than a minute. <laughs> you really gotta, right? Like I deserve, I deserve more time. I deserve more time. March 9th, and it's time for another episode of Barely Standing Back for more with Pat Jordan and Northern Jay. Nedge. Matt still being a perfect father, cleaning up after his daughter's birthday. Well, he'll be back next week. Nice engagement, James. It's what? Nedge. Oh. No. Uh, Get it. Uh, what? Nedge? I blacked out. What happened? Anyways. Numbers. Yes. <laughs> a flight of five <laughs> numbers? First overall. Okay. Your favorite five, number, five. you can't say 69 or 3.14. 55. Jordan? Two. James? I'm James. Two? Two. Okay. Pat. Eleven. Mark Massey. So I mean, that's our first round. Oh, Mark Massey is confirmed scumbag. Can't hear is him. He? Oh, he loves Jamie Sully. Let's keep doing it. Let's really? keep doing it. Second round. Second round. Hang on. I need to. Apparently, he's not as good as, as a teammate as people thought he was either. No. It's starting to come out of the woodworks that he's that's kind upsetting. of upsetting. He's kind of a dick. Okay, we'll do three rounds. Go, Jordan. Uh, for things we hate about Mark Messier. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that where we're at now? He did a really he really fucked over the Canucks back in the day. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he sucked in those uh, Subway commercials. I'm seven. Glad, I'm That's glad we got seven. Seven would be your next summer. Uh, my number. My next favorite number would be five. Mm. Oh wow. Okay. Mine is uh, double zero. Oh. Okay. Good. You want to go round three? One more round. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sixteen. Dice and Tucker. Twenty. Uh, I'll go thirty-three. Okay, fourth round? No. 47. We're done. AJ Hawk. We're done here. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, that was a flight in a pint of numbers. Uh, <laughs> Please vote on Saturday. Yeah, we'll vote on Saturday. <laughs> Speed draft. And um, let's hear Let's finish it like last Pat. Let's finish it like Pat does. And you can come back. Uh, uh, no, you'll vote on Saturday. Barely standing. See you on the 7th. I mean 11th. Uh, <laughs> cut it. No, we're leaving it. <laughs> this is uh, Beer and Banter Thursdays. We're only a threesome this week. What's up? So, uh, so, three beers, three topics, and away we go with James and the North End James History Corner. I don't know. I'm just doing myself intro music here. <laughs> what song was that? That's like an old timey, old timey war song. Yeah, do you want me to splice in the, the German song? No. Before we start, James, what beer are we drinking? Uh, this is the. Hell is yeah from uh, <laughs> Lervig Brewing enough. out in Toronto. Oh, um, I don't know if they actually have their own brewery because it says here brewed and canned for Lervig. So they must have someone else do their canning for them. I don't know. Can looked cool. It's not I was bad. at the queue. Shout out the queue. It's not bad. Um, it says it's a Hell is. I don't really taste the Hell is. James, hold on a sec. Go for it. Oh, this will sound great, I'm sure. 
Oh, good. No, I don't think there's. I don't think we have any playback. Okay. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I might yeah, have, yeah, it doesn't work. I like think that. I bungled this. We're good. God damn it! We're All good. right, never mind. Like Next week, I'm putting it in. Okay, okay sounds good. So, <laughs> welcome to the history corner. I hope you're ready for this one. This is the Boston Massacre. And no, I'm not talking about every time the Yankees show no. up to uh, Fenway. Yeah, yeah, this is cheap pop. That was, that was cheap pop. That's cheap pop. Whatever. Anyways. So, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying, like, uh, we should have known. The day is March 5th, which is today, but not today, if you're listening to the podcast. Right, because we record on the 5th. Right? We record on the 5th. 1770 on King Street in Boston. So... Started as a little bit of a street brawl between American colonists and a lone British soldier. Um, well, it's a colonist. A colonist. So this is before Americans were. Sorry, Americans. I fucked up because you didn't say it right, but then I said it right, asking you in a patronizing way. So I've really bamboozled myself okay. here. Please continue. <laughs> so, so there's, so not a lot of love between the colonists and the, you know. The British back in the you day. You don't say. You don't say. Um, this was this is before the revolution, and this is kind of like when things were kind of steam up a little bit here. Um, tensions ran high in Boston in early 1770. More than 2,000 British soldiers occupied the city of 16,000 colonists and tried to enforce Britain's tax laws like the Stamp Act and the Townshed Acts. Don't ask me what those are. I didn't look them up yet. American colonists rebelled against these taxes. They found repressive, rallying around the cry, no taxation without representation. Absolutely. Right? What was, what was What was the inference to representation? They weren't allowed to vote do anything oh okay they are colonists yeah oh so it was like the monarchy and you're getting taxed yeah they were taxing you but you didn't get anything out of that yeah yeah Yeah, you helped found this land but now we're going to tax the ever-loving shit out of you yeah that's well okay sorry found land you you, yes you helped steal this land (laughs) yeah thank you um but now we're going to tax the shit out of you because you're not i heard before before the ships came in they did an acknowledgement yeah, that probably yeah, helped things, yeah. So yeah, shit was starting to get a little testy between the colonists and the soldiers and the colonists against British sympathizers. Um, to, pr- to protest taxes, they would vandalize and intimidate stores that sold British goods. Mm. On February 22nd, a mob of patriots attacked a known loyalist store. Customs officer Ebenezer Richardson, not great ever... All t- I mean... That's a great name. Him and Jim Bob McGillicuddy. Right? right? Lived near the store and tried to break up the rock-pelting crowd by firing his gun through the window of his home. So that's how I'm going to break up a fight, is I'm just going to shoot my gun out the window. Well, when he did this, his gunfire struck and killed an 11-year-old boy named Ooh. Christopher Cedar and further enraged the Patriots. Yeah, it also took him 15 minutes to reload. So yeah, <laughs> on on the evening of March 5th, Private Hugh White was uh, the only soldier guarding First the, name? the king. Sorry? Oh, it's Hugh? Hugh. That guy was not real. That name's not, not nearly <laughs> yeah. extravagant enough. He was the only soldier guarding the king's money stored inside the custom house on King Street. <laughs> only soldier. That's what, was he, that, what is he? What is he? Only soldier. That's what you need. Just one. One. One's what fine. is he? Brock Lesnar? Like, how big is he? <laughs> right? Like, what are we doing? It wasn't long before angry colonists joined him and insulted him and threatened violence. At some point, White fought back and struck a colonist with his bayonet. Nice. In retaliation, the colonists pelted them with snowballs and ice and stones. Bells started, I love old-timey fights. Oh, just, bells started ringing throughout the town, <laughs> usually a warning of fire, sending a mass of male colonists into the streets. As the assault on White continued, he eventually fell and called for reinforcements. Captain Thomas Preston arrived on the scene with several with bell, soldiers. I presume? Uh, probably ringing the bell. <laughs> yeah. Captain Thomas Preston arrived on the scene with several soldiers and took up a defensive position in front of the custom house. So, people were worried that shit was getting a little out of hand. Right, so sounds people, like it. You know, people are like, "Hey, like, let's take it easy." I'm sure. I'm sure they found a way to de-escalate. Yeah. Well, they said, you know, <laughs> they tried. 
they tried you know like let, let's let's not do this meanwhile some of the fucking patriots are sitting there shoot me go for it they <laughs> they were like that back they then. were they were about and that life americans yes. were americans before they were americans oh, yeah. yeah do oh, it yeah. shoot me right like that's how they were um where are we here Colonists hit the soldiers. <laughs> I have so many notes written down here. Where are we here? Colonists hit the soldiers with rocks and sticks, and apparently someone yelled fire, and one of the soldiers pulled the trigger on his gun, and then all the other soldiers started firing too. So, once the first That's shot rang out, square vibes other here. soldiers opened fire, killing five colonists, including, guess you want another good name, Crispus Attucks. Not, not Crispus. Crispus Attucks. It's Father Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, a local dock worker of mixed racial heritage and wounding six. Among the other casualties of the Boston Massacre was Samuel Gray, a rope maker who... <laughs> name not fun enough to say. <laughs> what do you do for like... Rope, make, make rope. rope. <laughs> Who was left with a hole the size of a fist? News for head. less. In his yeah. head. In his head. Size Jesus of his fist. Christ. You gotta remember, these are like muskets, man. Yeah. These things will fuck well, around. Fuck you up. Sailor James Caldwell was hit twice before dying, and Samuel Maverick and Patrick Carr were mortally wounded. Um, Preston and his men were immediately arrested. I don't know by who, because they, they were the law. law. <laughs> they have, um, I don't know. Self arrest. I guess I, I'm, I'm sure they probably had their own little system there. Uh, so. Preston wrote his side of the story from jail, um, but it was publicized by the local paper. So they were doing like those propaganda wars that you see now, mm. back then. Always. So he was writing his side of the story, while the Sons of Liberty, not the video game, Jordan. Damn. Um, who was that? Leaders such as John Hancock and... Since we love beer so much, Samuel Adams. Samuel oh, Adams. Samuel Adams. Terrible yeah. beer. They incited colonists to keep fighting the British. As tensions rose, British troops retreated from Boston to Fort William. Um, they ended up gathering a jury of non-Bostonians in order it to, for it to be fair and not allow the British any reason to attempt an eye-for-an-eye situation. So kind of smart on the Americans' part. It ended up being Captain Preston was found not guilty. The remaining soldiers ple pleaded self-defense and were found not guilty except for two who were, sure found, over well. who were found guilty of manslaughter and were branded on the thumbs as first offenders per English law. That's a first offense to be branded? Branded on your thumbs. I would probably do something if that was what I knew was coming my way. Like, right? Like how big's the brand? I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't like think... Pat, you? No one would even know. No. It's Small like, thumbs. Right? Small <laughs> thumbs. Also me. Thumbs. Yeah, you and I would well, be good. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't worry about that. But a lot of historians point to this being as the catalyst that led to the Revolutionary War in the U.S. I would say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I just realized that you said the Boston Massacre. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for when the tea got thrown overboard. That was like five years after. Yes. That. Okay. Got it. Boston I, tea I sat party. there and was like, I'm waiting. For, maybe you have to get to the tea party. The next Boston week. Tea Party was much later. Oh, Which is weird because if you. Separate events. People would think those go together. Right. I thought the massacre led to the tea party, the throwing of tea. Well, it mean, did. Yeah. A few but years like, later. A few years later. Rather, rather, oh, rather quickly. No. Yes. Yeah, no, no. It took like, I did not know it was five years. It was like another five years, years until it's the Revolutionary War. You kept like making small references of like they were doing this then and they still do it now. Yeah. It's crazy that that's still shit that happens. Yeah. Mm hmm. Like yeah. the propaganda piece. Propaganda, I find, is so fascinating just because it. It manipulates so many people. Winning hearts and minds. We've kind of jumped the sharp with propaganda, though, because we've come, like, we've gone so far in the way of propaganda that now, like, people don't believe the government. Like, now people are, like, They're, very sus suspect yeah, people of everything. Like, what, Everything's what, a lie now. Apparently, like, the most recent thing I heard was that um, China rigged the election to keep Trudeau in. Yeah. Mm, right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like Twice. what yeah. people see as their, as their facts and their news, they see the other side as propaganda. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like you're constantly, and the other side sees the other way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's no like middle ground. Oh, uh, the middle. Yeah, I've I've done this talk before. You know middle I mean? middle ground is dead. Media literacy is you're, king. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> for, like I saw that story come out that they wanted to keep Trudeau in mm-hmm. in control, and it's like, okay, well, why though? Uh, probably <laughs> some socioeconomic reason that I don't understand. Maybe it has something to do probably with that pipeline. Because he challenge, right? All I know is I don't want them to take my TikTok away. Oh, it's <laughs> don't coming. Take my TikTok. It's coming. I need to see people getting beat up. And I need to see stand-up comedy. Why can't we just make a Canadian You're version a of TikTok? Worker, technically, so. Yeah, probably. It's coming. That's true. I might not be able to have it. It's coming. I quit. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I technically work for a company out of Germany, so I don't know where my where my rules lie, but. They're probably trying to use your apps on your phone to spy against them, so they're fine. Oh, classic Germany. James is big brain. Yeah. James, thanks again for another great history corner. Uh, right. Sorry. No. <laughs> so, uh, James, I'll let, I'll let you lead off. What do you think of this beer? Standard. Uh, not the beer, but uh, I don't know. It's all right. It, I was expecting more of like a weedy kind of taste to it. Um, maybe I got my Hella's lagers mixed up. I don't know. Um, I'm sure a good friend of the show, Dan, is going to correct me in a what couple days when he listens to it. Um, it's okay. It's it. I mean, whatever it is. Where is the percentage here? Help me out. Four point seven. Oh, okay. So Jordan's <clears throat> so not gonna like it. Jordan's not gonna like it. Um, no, oh, I think okay. Jordan's rule is above four point five, isn't it? Yeah, it's five. Five, eh? But yeah. as you've aged, it's gotten to five. No, it's it's. <laughs> go ahead. I I have my takes. I'm going to give this three point seventeen seventy. Um, three point seventeen seventy. Yeah. Oof, okay. Out of seven, um, British soldier soldiers uh, firing their guns a little too prematurely here. Nice. Mm-hmm. A little premature ejaculation. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm all for weird scores, but let's let's try to keep things on the narrow here. Okay. <laughs> if we're having number decimal George's year, George's putting his foot down. Number decimal year is really putting my brain in a pretzel. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to figure that out. Uh, Jordan, how do you feel about this beer? You can round up. It's just um, three point eighteen then. Oh, what? Where are we going to do three sig figs? Like, <laughs> um, okay. So this this beer, Pat, please talk through this step. That score was a little confusing. I feel like right? it like changed really, halfway through, and then yeah, you just, really you, knuckleball. Then you get, uh, I think I said three point seventeen seventy. I know, but just the way you said it isn't isn't the way I would say it. I wouldn't have said seventeen seventy. I would have said one seven seven zero. Sure. But you wanted us to think of the year. Yeah. yeah. Which I get, which is which is very confusing. Man, that, yeah, that was that was yeah. an all time score yeah. right there. My brain's in a problem. Matt would be crying because was, like, I don't get it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so I four point seven, not my cup of tea. I also think that flavor wise, this isn't like standard in terms of like like for a four point seven, it's not really crushable unless you really like the flavor. Yep. So I don't really know where to fit this beer in. So I'm gonna give this um, 55 out of double zero out of two. Um, John Paul McGillicuddy accidental musket discharges. Mm, okay. Yeah. No. This uh, for me. This I, like this wasn't anything special. I didn't feel. I feel like it was a pretty standard craft beer. Nothing really jumped out at me, like flavor profile, mouthfeel, nothing like that. It just kind of felt like a beer going through the motions. I just didn't, it wasn't, 
Was anything spectacular? Am I upset that I had to drink it? No. I think that the beer wasn't excited to be here, and yeah. I felt it. I felt yeah, it that. It just felt like, it was, oh, buy me. Okay, you did? Good enough. Yeah, buy me harder, Daddy. So I'm going to give it... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it uh, two out of seven Crispins. Oh. Crispus. 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 That might be the name of the episode. Crispus. Crispus Attucks. Attucks. How do you spell the last name? A-T-T-U-C-K-S. Fuck. Wow, that's quite a strange beer. What are we drinking now? That was a far cry from what... I was I saw this on their uh, on the Instagrams earlier this week. It's Good Neighbors Fuzzy Peach Creamsicle Fruity Hazy Pale Ale. That vanilla on the end yeah. is fucking this is delightful. This a wild beer. This is a wild beer. And I, okay, now I'm excited. Like that finish is amazing. Well, that's fun. That's, that's so, so good. Fucking, that, there's What's th- the percentage? Four point eight. Fuckers. This feels like this is like three different things in one. Oh, this would be a great summer beer. They low key mm. they. They low key came out with that bad neighbor series, and I was just—I've been itching. I'm like, are we doing it again? Mm. Like this? I, it's I very see this. Good. That's a s- sitting in the North End Paradise in the backyard yeah. there, around the fire. Like the that. NEP. The NDP. Oh. NEP. Right. NEP. Right. Oh yeah, NEP. So okay. NEP. Um. Yeah, we'll go with this one. So. <laughs> this is so stupid. This beer's People really are good. so stupid. Uh, a man has went has set the record for most consecutive days going to Disney World. Ooh. He went to Disney World 2,995 days in this a row. This is Florida? Yes. Okay. So almost 3,000 days he went to, to Disney World. What's the math on that? How many, how many years? How many years? Eight and a half. Hmm. That's fucking so stupid. No, almost... Ten. No, eight days? on the dot. 365 days a year, so you take 365... Yeah, let's say eight eight years and a few months of going every day to Disney World. No. First of all, loser. Yes, but my question to you guys is: Is there any place in the world you could do that? Go to the same place? Like, does he work there? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a what a chess move, man. Um, well, like, is there another place? Then I'm going to the labor board. That's a little. <laughs> Like that guy's do some OT. Right. That like guy's, other than that guy's house. rich. He owns it. Other than your house. His name is Walt. Is there something, you, a place you go to that many days in a row? So I'm trying to think of a place that I like genuinely enjoy so that I could just go there every day. So my first thoughts, maybe like a restaurant, like maybe just somewhere I enjoy eating so much. I would say, and this might be hokey, is like if I'm thinking food, I could genuinely eat Subway every day for the rest of my life and be happy. Like, you know? Even now, I like the variety. I like how their menus change. The variety is fun. I think it's like you could go there almost every time, and now you have like the bowl, and you. I just think there's enough variety. You don't have to spend the whole can... day there. Maybe you go there one day for for breakfast, and the next day you go. Yeah, there. I don't know. But if we're talking, I think food's kind of a cop out because it's like you need to eat. Like Disney World, there's really no, like there's you do not need to go to Disney World. Fuck, you don't need to go once a year. Never mind every day i went once for a day and i was like that's good yeah you, you done did it I, that's enough i saw the castle did a couple rides ate the like the turkey leg thing that's disgusting was it disgusting yeah it's just gross I, I'm not... it's super salty it was yeah. weird um but yeah no i i can see can I, you think of something like i you? can i would, yeah i if i were told you have to go to one place every day for however many years you went i'd go to a movie theater like Oh, the same like hotel watch, Cineplex. Watch a movie every day, or just watch go? a movie. Go to the arcade. Okay, like just that, just that place. Just because you wouldn't have to go necessarily every time to see a movie, you could okay. go 
play games or you could just sit around and have some food. Like I feel like movie theaters are a place that now aren't just for movie watching. Yeah, they're kind of like a, a fun plex. Yeah. Like a rec they're kinda of like rec rooms with movies. Yeah, if it's like one of those things it's like you have to go there. It's like, okay, well there's no movies I want to see. Okay, I'm gonna go fucking shoot some skee ball for like a fucking an hour or two. Or do the what's it called? The let's make a deal game. I love that fucking game. Okay, this is gonna be weird, but I can't think of one thing that just like perpetually interests me. I could probably go to I don't want to say the Winnipeg airport, but like if I had to be able just to go like stand outside an airport and just check out the planes. I used to go and we oh, oh that okay, yeah, that not part. like in the airport. Yeah, why the no, fuck no. would you want to go hang just, out? Yeah, I just want to go through security and go back out. Um, no, I <laughs> next is my dad used to. We used to stop at the side of the road in the Toronto airport and watch the planes fly over us and land. And I think I could do that every day for the rest of my life. Like I love like seeing back in the day they had so many different planes now everything's kind of like two companies just run rush out over everything and you can really tell but it's i just think it's cool to watch like like i'll I'll still be in the airport i was in the calgary airport the other day and they had a dreamliner loading up loading up to do the last flight from calgary back to toronto on a thursday night and the thing's fucking huge it's gorgeous and it's the coolest looking like like i'll pass like a 777 in toronto and just stare at it like and the, the wheels Canada, are the size of me well, like they're incredible the air Canada livery on it is very nice it's yeah this was a WestJet one but oh. like still both of them are gorgeous like WestJet has the fucking disney world plane that's like one of the cool like coolest liveries like i just think airplanes are just the most fascinating thing james before we get to you backtrack to the movie thing yes all a little off topic James, when we asked you if you wanted to go see Creed 3 with us and you gave us that bullshit answer, was that real? Do you actually have somebody you're going to see it with? Yeah, me and Marissa are going. Okay, but like, we can't come with you? Yeah, that's kind of weird. How's that weird? Date night. It's date night. Like, we don't have to sit with you. Pat, Hmm. um, if you want to meet me in Edmonton, I will be going tomorrow night by myself. Okay, I'm not going to Edmonton to see Creed 3. Apparently it's awesome, by the way. I've heard it's very good. Yeah, people are saying, like, people are worried. You shouldn't be worried. Creed's in it. Sylvester Stallone's so mad right now. Yeah, I saw an interview. He's, like, mad at a guy who's involved with the production, right? Well, and because they're going in a direction. Like, he doesn't agree with their creative whatever, blah, blah, blah. They don't agree with him, them basically redoing Rocky, but with Creed. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's more to do, I think they wanted to do, like, a Drago spinoff. Mm. Is one going to be the next ones? And he's like, no. He's the villain. Fuck. Like, why are yeah, we doing Yeah, but he, they made him a sympathetic villain in the Ish. In the movie. Ish. Yeah, they did. I guess they did. Yeah. I think I think they did that really well. I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. I think all of the movies, the Creed movies so far. I think it. I'm gonna have to see the third one, but like, I don't think. I think Creed three. I mean, Jonathan kind of, Majors is blowing up right now. Like that guy's. He's in a cold. cup all the time. You see that? No. Like a small coffee cup with him all the time. Like in real life. Yeah, and he gave like some weird ass reason for it on I think it was Kimmel or Fallon. I'm like, man, that's super weird, but like. It's kind of cool. Kind of into this guy. Yeah. He's a cup guy. Yeah, like just like. Here's I mean, I'm just... not spending money to go see Ant Man, but I'll watch it on a plane sometime. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it'll be. I'm hoping in the summer when I go to uh, Salt Lake and have the really long flight that Ant Man's on the thing by then. <laughs> uh, James, where could you go for close to? <clears throat> every day? The uh, Yankees training facility in Tampa. Mm. Just to watch and listen. Okay, but every day. So like, even when there's no one there. There's always someone there. Is there? They always have prospects. They have a janitor. Oh, they have like a... Is that where they, they don't do their academy out of there? That's the academy kind of thing. Yeah. So like when they sign out of the DR or Cuba or wherever, that's where they go. James, I know I love baseball. I'm like Matt loves baseball and Jordan tolerates baseball for most of the time. Um, 
if someone told you you could just sit and watch baseball every day, well, would that 100%. be the greatest thing in your, yeah. in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Like you watch like post game press conferences. I watch. I watch the. Oh yeah, I watch the the beat reporters ask questions. Um, I watch non Yankee games if there's something going on. I'm. I've watched some sort of spring training action since spring training has started. The early part of spring training interests me like not at all. No. No. Like I don't. You need don't want to know who your guys are. I don't need to watch Bobby Dahlbeck be good in spring training. Oh, I don't care about the regulars. Like, people too much, people put way too much weight into the regular. Like, Anthony, like, or sorry, not Anthony Rodon, Rodon got lit up today and everybody's like, oh, fuck, what a bust already. Yeah, but Rodon was probably just throwing one pitch. He's probably throwing one pitch. I was like, I didn't watch it, but I guarantee he's probably just throwing one pitch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I don't take a lot of clout from spring training at all. No, and you shouldn't. (laughs) I think guys are, a lot of guys were specifically working on one thing. Yep. So I just like I don't I don't care. Like the Blue Jays are absolutely blowing the doors off of people right now, but that's also a jet stream of a stadium. So yeah, like oh, it, it's it's always a high it's story. A, it's a fun place. You ever been there, Jordan? Dunedin. Yeah. No. It, I went I'm to, like well, I'm like you. Like I don't, I don't love like I'll go. I usually go to like two or three Jays games mm-hmm. a year. Like I just go to Toronto. Yeah, and like go, I went to but, Dunedin to see a spring training game with my family when when uh, my sister in law's family had their condo in Florida. It's. It's like this really small world, Dunedin, and it's fucking. Their stadium is pretty fucking sweet. Like I'm, I am actually this summer. Like I am interested in going back. Like I want to sit in that new part of the Rogers Center. Like which what, part? Like there's a bunch. That's what I'm saying. But like where it's we all three corners of the where field. we sat last time. Um, and this was a huge deal. They don't have the seats turned to home plate, and the viewing experience sucked because I was facing the right left fielder. Nobody. So I spent the whole game being like. No stadium has. Yes, they do. Who's? So they've started to change, like Arizona, like a bunch of them have started to retrofit everything. So mm-hmm. all the chairs are on an angle. So you're looking at home plate because it was like genuinely a pain in the ass to like, yeah, to like glance down wrench, the line. Wrench your neck over. But I'm pretty curious. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like not against paying to stay at or be in the WestJet section or whatever the fuck they're going to do. Like that does intrigue me like this summer well, the outfield's still gonna be cheap I mean you this summer ch- you can't charge a premium for outfield seats like even going for a weekend like last year we went to the Yankees like I would just fly into Hamilton on the cheap and fucking scoot down with my, with Dan and I watch a couple saying, games and scoot on the cheap on the cheap. cheap oh it's dirt cheap like you go on a Tuesday come back on a Thursday like yep. that's a good, good little midweek homestand you can fucking do whatever you want in that I, stadium I, I don't want to cut anybody off but I want to talk about this beer that's good. It's very good. This is probably one of the best beers we've had in a long time. It's it's delightful. It's it, a fuzzy peach creamsicle. If I read that at a at a fucking beer store, I'd like that. I'm gonna buy that just because I think it's gonna taste terrible. I oh so I'll since I'm already I'm already talking. I don't like orange flavored beers. Mm-hmm. I would drink an like their sunshine. I think just came out, which is the orange creamsicle. Mm-hmm. I think that would be very good. Like that might be the ultimate like, summer. I, beer. I honestly wish we all had our own can of that. I mean, James does have two more here. Those are going back home. Yeah, going well, home. <laughs> I mean, we can fight them. And so, what, Jordan, what do you give him for score? Um, I mean, really good. Um, I give this um, four out of five ice cream covered lips. After you eat a cream circle. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Like, I, for me, I this I don't really like cream circle style beers. I don't think I've ever had one that I've liked. And I love this one. The Saskatoon Barnhammer like Saskatoon berries. Like that one. Be too wow. Tart. I love that yeah. one. Pretty tart. This one is like, you taste it. 
Or even Barnhammer's strawberry milkshake. It's, or, it's like, got that fuzzy peach feel to it. It's got so many layers to it. It's got like a very small amount of tartness, I feel. And the finish with the vanilla is it just is very good. Yeah. Milk sugar is your creamy finish Ooh, at the end. Interesting. Okay. So I'm going to give this one 4.8 out of 5 wow. large movie theater buttered popcorns. Which I will consume tomorrow night. I'm glad I don't have to listen to you. It's going to be a hot dog. Even though I thought that was overrated. I didn't think you ate it that loud. No, it's it's really not that bad. I, or maybe that was just a small sample size. So, No, it was a large popcorn. <laughs> maybe it was a loud movie, too. Yeah, that's true. It was Jackass. So. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were too busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, James, how do you feel about it? Uh, it is a great beer. I, I, I was extremely intrigued when I saw it, like I said, this week on social media. And then saw it at the queue. I had to get it. I'm glad I picked up a couple extras for home. Um. Yeah, it's it's really fucking good. I love fuzzy peaches to begin with. I think mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite candies. Me too. Um, and I and I thought they nailed. It. This is a very respectable beer rendition because a fuzzy peach probably leans more sour. Yeah. Um, but too this, sweet to be sour. But this is good because well, they said creamsicle, so here you go. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's your mellow out. Um, and it's there, and I could see myself having a few of these in the summer. Um, sitting in the backyard as the sun sets, kind of that's the setting that I see this really kind of mm-hmm. excelling. Uh, I'm gonna give it six out of seven um, unlimited international signing pool money. There you go. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. All right, and our last beer, James. You could start pouring it out. What is it? Right. Does Sorry. this have actual coffee in it? I think it does. Yeah, because I took I looked at it earlier today. This... So James, you did miss. I don't know if you're gonna go buy the queue again. I don't know if you are. On the way home, on the backside, uh, Good Brothers or whatever they're called out of North Dakota or Minnesota, wherever. Yeah, yeah. On the backside, on like the third row down, there's smoothie sours. Mm. They are just as good as that creamsicle, if not better. I had a few of them this week. They were very good. So if you're going to drive by there on the way home, you might, if you if it tickles the brain, there's a couple more back there I would take a run at. Okay, okay. This is Trans Canada's Cold Brew Coffee Stout um, in collaboration with Empty Cup, um, which is one of our local, I don't know, caf, 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 cafes. Cafes? Coffee houses? Coffee hosts? Yeah, that's what it is. Barista people. Barista folks. Oh, they have the cool machines. Yeah. Brewed in collaboration with Empty Cup Collective, the cold brew's bold flavor is balanced with a chocolate forward profile from dark malts, a dark, expressive, and full-bodied stout to be enjoyed at any time of the day. Good, because it's evening. Love cold brew. Love. Pouring is coming. Um, Okay, so... I had, I had picked up four because we weren't too sure if Matt was going to come. This one, I need to bring it up because if you guys haven't watched this on Netflix yet or haven't followed it on the in any type of news feed, if you guys are unaware of the Murdoch, uh, fa- uh, Murdoch family murder trials, holy fuck. Uh, on Netflix, there is a three-part series about it. I thought it was just the guy killed his wife and kid, and now he's on trial for that. This thing has so many layers to it. So many layers. Like their murders have just followed this family around. Murder. And they're like a, they're in South Carolina. Yes. And they're just like a well-known, wealthy. They basically run the town because they are the prim, prim, very uh, old rich prospector yeah, vibes out like, from that dude. And the family just looks like a southern family if you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Like, I get it. Like their families like have owned things in the past. Like, maybe his sons would have been in the photo of that Charleston 
Yeah. South Carolina Tiki Torture. They yeah. they are unaccounted for on January sixth. Yeah. 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 They and were like, busy. They were busy. They weren't at work. Nope. Some of the like family members in that family may have been closely related when they had a child mm. kind of thing. Is it the type of people who may have owned other humans? Other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually not bad. Wow. Um it's coffee. I like co- I like coffee feel. I don't like coffee itself, but it works out. It's so fucking You're weird. So weird. I know. Coffee's the best. Um so it just it blows me away. I don't have you guys kept up on this? No. So he just got sentenced. Okay, no, that's fine. He just got sentenced the other day, I think yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. To two consecutive life sentences, which I think is the funniest sentence I of all love time. it when courts do that. It's like you're super not getting out. <laughs> but like, so the whole thing. Leave the body there again. Yeah, so I love was, life in prison and years talk, yeah. shaft on. 200,000 years. Wouldn't it be crazy if it was like, okay, if you got, it was like kind of like hockey where it's like you got two life terms, so they take you plus one. Yeah. So like, then they're like, you... And your son, your mom, and like moms now, like you've really fucked up. Yeah, you like, want to talk about ending crime? Oh yeah, like your dad's going <laughs> into like that would be nuts. So anyway, so the the whole basis of this, like me and me and the wife, we uh, we binged all three episodes. It was fucking wild to watch. But the whole thing was that his younger son, who he actually murdered, they've said he murdered, was drunk one night with his friends, got into a boating accident, and one girl died because of it. And the whole thing was that anytime the kid got in trouble, he would call his grandpa, call his dad. They'd be first on the scene, and they would try and find a way to get his son, their son, his son, out of it, out of trouble. Jesus. So they came to the scene, and they like didn't worry. They weren't trying to find the girl who was lost in the in the water. They, they were just have like, to, should have talked to Kevin O'Leary's wife's lawyers. <laughs> so they went up. Wow, dropping bombs. Bang. Take so, that one, Kevin O'Leary. So he went. So he went up to the, and he was trying to convince one of the other kids to confess to being the driver. Yeah. And it was just like, the kid was like, nah, I didn't fucking drive, man. It was your kid. Your kid killed my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you fucked up or whatever. And then so, like, you, they were talking to everybody involved. And they were just like, yeah, like, that family, like, they will break the law to get their way. And now they're in some serious shit. And then it turned out that the old man who's going to prison had an opioid addiction, was stealing money from his law firm and his friends, somewhere in the neighborhood of over $2 million dollars, to fund his opioid oxycotton addiction, and then they found out, and then they were gonna come after him. And then he apparently he says he doesn't remember that night because he was so fucked up on whatever, and he ended up killing his wife and son. <laughs> allegedly, mm. well, not allegedly, no, he was no, found guilty. No. Yeah, no, no, he's allegedly, guilty. He did. And now his son, his other son is like looking like he could be in some trouble too because the other murders that were affiliated with the family looks like he may have been the issue with it. His other son. Talk about a guy who looks a little off. Is his son like they're they're these ginger kids that look like they were like they they look like they would Inside. kill someone oh. like from Deliverance. Yeah, like it's like and he's at he's at his trial and he's just he went on the stand the dad and he looked like a fucking idiot. Yeah, the way he was answering questions, it was like, dude, you did it. He's like, I I don't think so. <laughs> like, what the. I don't think so. It's not a great answer. No, it's not great. There was a TikTok, wasn't it, of like the son watching his dad answer the questions, and he was just like, "Fuck, like yeah. we're so dead." Like, and then when they sentenced him, his son in the back's like, "Oh fuck," because like in in his mind, like they're coming for me next. Like so that I don't. It wasn't really a topic of discussion, but just like all these like the shit. That, like again, another week where I watched them and like this is real. This is actually happening in the world. And, it was like a movie. And then, like I was kind of looking at that and then all of a sudden like Chris Rock special came out mm. and it was just like 
a murder of I Jada Pinkett. Jada, yeah, it was just like if you don't a like, if you're not a big stand-up comedy fan, it wasn't really comedy. It was uh, it was some comedy. It was very evisceration. Like it was almost watch, like su- go to that go to that comedy special and watch the last ten minutes. It's crazy, yeah. and you'll watch him eviscerate someone. It's, it was just it was it was the biggest own of all fucking time. I think Jada Pickett Smith might be the eviest, evilest woman on the planet. She is. Oh, well, I just I like, think she like might be one of the worst people and on the planet. The way he explained it, you listen to him like ran positive one voice, like spot the lie. Like Chris Rock said nothing no. that was untrue. Called him, called him a bitch like 55 times. Yeah, that was the best part. <laughs> and like he was just like, people were like, why didn't you like go on any talk shows? Like, what do I need to go on a talk show to make, like, that guy already looks terrible. I don't need to look terrible by yeah. going on a, and a then, TV like, looking like a bitch. I can just set it up and get a quick half hour together and just like knock it out the park for Netflix and make a boatload of money. That was an unreal idea by Netflix to make that a live event. Oh, yeah. They Smart. did a pre-show. They did the show. I was so confused. I was like, I thought it was like... YouTube telling me someone was doing a live and I'm like what is what I was getting emails I was getting emails about it I was, did something original with my 18 bucks a month <laughs> is it 18 now yeah yeah. I mean I watch enough on there I'll probably never but, get I don't know it was funny I watched like the post show Full for a little was bit cool. it was it was hosted by David Spade and Dana Carvey which is like the worst people to host well that. no two dudes who did um they were at the the comedy thingy with uh oh yeah yeah no but like david Sp- and him and david spade chris rock are, and close, david spade yeah. are like very they're close buddies, yeah. Yeah, they're but there was like some questions the other people was like uh, arsenio hall it was kareem abdul jabbar jb smooth and then a female comic i don't remember her name she's relatively new wow. but all like african-american and like they would ask david spade to ask questions like so i'm just gonna sit back and not answer this question now and let you guys know because you guys know more about this world than i do it was like and at one point, they were like, what do you think, Dana? He's like, I don't think much. I don't think much about this. I got, you know what? I'm going to go no comment on this yeah, one. Yeah, Dana, Dana knows when to throw his hat in yeah. the ring, and that wasn't the time. Yeah, but it was just like, again, Netflix, 18 bucks is a lot now. Like Nowadays, I feel yeah. like Crave I'm paying, but I'm paying for HBO. Yes, yes. and Crave is awesome. Yeah. Crave on its own is cheap. Yeah. It's the HBO that... That's so good. Holy fuck. I watched no. it. Guys, yeah. I want to I, I, I will never. Crave is numero uno. Can I, uh, yeah. can I just say I apologize? I thought Shorzy would be stupid. It's, it's, so I teared up during so that episode. Where the last was, episode. Oh, when it got was, me. Never lose again. I didn't understand it. And now I get it. And when he cries. When he's, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> when he refs the games. Mm. It actually. Chirping the teenagers. Oh, my God. It actually blows, like. Because Letterkenny's kind of like a skit show. Shorty, like, narrative storytelling blew. Like, it, I actually watched Letterkenny again, and I'm kind of like, Shorzy, eh. yeah. This, it Shorzy kind of ruined made Letter this Kenny. season of Letterkenny. Look horrible. Yeah. I didn't love this. It wasn't season. very good. Hey, butts and seats. Butts and seats. Butts and seats. Huh? <laughs> that? That's I'm that. sorry. Uh, there's one thing in that show that I fucking hate is the, huh? I don't, I don't get it. I just it, no, but it's supposed that's to. That's why. I know, why. but that's I just why. hate it. I hate that's it. That's why. Every, huh? I fucking hate it. It yeah. makes me so mad. Yeah. And when what's I can't remember the female reporter, but when he's like, "Fuck, I'd be so good to you." Oh. <laughs> do you want to go Marissa, with this? Oh, it's Marissa just, and I do that to each other all the time. It's just so like, to you. Like, you ever have dim sum? Take yeah, yeah, I'd be so good for you. I, you know what? As like when I was younger, I would that would be part of my line with a girl if I was talking about I'd be we'd be so good together I would we'd be the best I'd be I'd treat you like a shut the fuck up Sanguinette (laughs) it is it's like I don't know this it gives me very early 
I think Letterkenny's like gone on too long. Like it doesn't need to keep going. No. But I think he could keep doing spinoffs. Like Shorzy's something he could do. You could take that show in so many directions. Like yeah, you maybe do Jonesy and Riley. Or or no, even Shorzy. Maybe it starts to get stale a bit and he gets caught like he gets a call to go to Europe. Like I think it would be hilarious if it's like he goes and films a couple of seasons over in like Sweden yeah. and he gets asked to play in like the Swedish league. And it, it, I just think there's so many opportunities for like, yeah, like you, you could do three or four seasons in Sudbury and then suddenly get asked to play in like the ECHL and go do a few seasons in St. John's. And like, that can be just as funny, like out fun. in the West coast. Yeah, or I, East coast. I didn't really have a plan for this topic. I just kind of wanted to talk about stuff I was watching. What was the last, what was the last topic? That what was, was the good. last one? You oh, had? it was just because I was on my nephew's or my niece's birthday, and I was says, "What theme birthday party would you most love to have as an adult without judgment?" Without judgment? Yeah. I mean, that can't really exist, right? No. Like, for me, it would just be I want a wrestling theme birthday for like when I was like thirty-four. I'd want like fighter airplanes, <laughs> just planes, just planes. Yeah, James would want a Yankee theme birthday. Yeah, James would want one for his. How have you never had a Yankee theme birthday, even as a joke? I don't know. That'd be so funny. That would be funny if you're like, it's a Yankee theme I have a party. hard enough time of getting people to show up to my birthday yeah, in general. Right. you got to have a weird birthday. No, I right? mean, you do the Red Lobster yeah, that's, thing. But that's the excuse. The, there was one year party. where I, I think it was just me yeah, and Rianne. Yeah. <laughs> Last year was just me. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. here for some reason. Rianne couldn't go. James, we love you, buddy. <laughs> How do you feel about this beer, by the way? It's, it's good. Yeah. It's a good coffee beer. Um, sometimes with these stouts, they can have like a really bitter finish at the end of it with the coffee ones, especially. Especially if um, you drop it. Yeah, that's really bitter, that's eh? Um, no, I like it. This is, this is a good beer. Um, I don't know how many I could have in a row. Um, More than one. Dan gave me shit the other day because we're not stout drinkers, apparently. And I yeah. said, well, they're not really sessionable. And he said, well, that's what that they're not supposed to be. And I said, okay. Um, <laughs> that's exactly how it went. <laughs> I just have that one. Um, sorry, I like my beers to be sessionable. Fuck, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, I, I have to sip on a thick beer, and that's all I can drink. I mean, I have had, I think, like, I did three or four uh, uh, manifestos once, and I was not in a good place the next day. Well, I can only imagine. Yeah, 10% chocolate. How says. bad your poops were? God, oh, my gosh. It must have been dark. Um... <laughs> Yeah, this is good. Uh, kudos to Trans Canada hopping up with uh, empty cup here, giving us a nice strong uh, coffee beer. I don't know, five out of seven. Um, what are you guys watching on Netflix this week? That's the review. Oh, yeah, I knew. I, I caught yeah, I was, that. I, I, that. I, like, I, I held. I held my water. Mm-hmm. Listen when I talk. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I would say pretty standard, but in a good way. Like if you like coffee beers, this will make you happy. Um, I will give this uh six out of eight reasonably priced pizza and beer things to do after football. Mm. Mm. Okay. See you soon, TCB. Oh, also though, one out of eight not very accommodating for rugby events out of football. Okay, fair. Or out of rugby out of seventeen seventy. There it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, you know what, for a person who doesn't really like stouts, who doesn't really like coffee, this is pretty good. Yeah, you probably heard this and you were like, uh-oh. Yeah, this is, coffee I'm, I'm, I, might, I might abstain again. Uh-oh. But no, this, uh, this is really enjoyable, actually. And it's not too heavy, it's pretty light on the lighter side for a stout, um, which I think Transcanners does more, like, more approachable beers that everybody could drink. Um, so yeah, for me, I'm gonna give this 
5.9 out of 5.2. I am not sure what I'm going to watch on Netflix next, James. I got got a recommendation. Can I make a request for the Instagram? Sure. Can we put up a poll? Just a yes or no. Are you upset that OGC is dropping Detroit-style pizzas? I'll put that out there. I'm just curious because, like, they did it, and I genuinely was, like, genuinely put off. Mm. Not in a way that, like, I'll never go again, but I was like, why are you doing this? Like, you criminals, you monsters. (laughs) And, like, Rachel's probably at the core of this decision. Like, I have no (laughs) doubt that she's in the back just like, how can I make Jordan's day worse? I'm going to do a little social experiment here because I had a similar reaction of being like, oh, my God, they're dropping it. And I, and I forward the, the post to Marissa, and Marissa then replied saying, how many times have you actually gone to OGC just for the pizza? Four? I mean... That's not enough. I think that's a good amount to go to a restaurant. I'm like, saying. if you're going to... If you go to a restaurant Over four how many times, years? Hmm? Over how many years? I, I guess, but, like, I, you could say the same that about almost true. any restaurant, right? But it's like, if you're one person... No, I there's, don't people go that, to, there's people that go to, like, Boston Pizza once a week. I go to Smitty's. You know, once a month for wings usually, maybe, maybe not. But once they're, a month, they're but. also one location. Like if we were closer to OGC after baseball, I would like hardcore go there. I would really push for it. Yeah, but that, they don't have that. And I guess it takes up a lot of room. It's not worth it. They I don't get, have a huge kitchen. I get that. But I'll put up a poll. Just I like putting up polls. So. Okay. That's good. Oh, hello. All right. So remember to vote on Saturday for your fair flight and a pint of draft busts. There's one yes here. I'll tell you. And vote on our poll for if you're mad about the Detroit-style pizza. I am. Enjoy your weekend, and then come back for more Beerly Standing. (laughs) 